0: The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, Working Together for Your Safety, with host Stan Salat. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat.
1: Hello and welcome to People to People, Working Together for Your Safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is, Did You Know Chemical Air Fresheners Are As Harmful to Computers As They Are to Humans? Today we'll be talking about the growing levels of indoor air pollution due to the increasingly ubiquitous use of chemical air freshener sprays and oil diffusers. Signature Sense are now even being pumped into uh, sports stadiums and airplane cabins. Our regular listeners who are interested in computer technology may be concerned to learn that the, these substances gum up the works of computers and other electronic devices. It's difficult to know which products to avoid for, uh, for, your own, for our own use, for our own health because they can contain dozens of unidentified untested fragrance fragrance uh, chemicals that do not have to be revealed to anyone not even to doctors or the government it is certain however that synthetic fragrance chemicals are designed to adhere to the surface they touch and therefore unwise to use around a wide variety of electronic equipment, including laptop computers. My guest today, Angelique, and I will be talking about this in uh, some depth and referring uh, to Angelique's experience in this. And before I bring Angelique on, I want to just quickly mention our sponsors, our gold sponsors um, Actually, our platinum sponsors, uh, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC, bqpm.com. BQPM provides consulting and training services and software tools that help companies adhere to the stringent requirements of hazardous substance-safe products, as well as general quality management and business management systems. Our other... Platinum sponsor is Secure Components, LLC, SecureComponents.com. Secure Components is the first company in the world to achieve certification at the international level through IEC, IECQ, for their detection and mitigation of counterfeit components. Uh, They provide their customers with a service for hard-to-find and obsolete components. If you need to find obsolete or hard-to-find components, be sure to contact Secure Components at securecomponents.com. We have uh, broad sponsors as well. That would be C-Trends, Supply Chain Specialist. You can find them at www.ctrends.com. Concord Components Incorporated, you can find them at www.concordcomponents.com. Our good friends at Aircraft, Airworthiness, and Sustainment Conference down in Australia, Brisbane, Australia, to be exact, uh, you can find them at agingaircraft.com.au, and that's aging with an e. Uh, great group of folks uh, down in Australia, be visiting with them next month, in fact. Uh, they administer the... Uh, systems if you will and the uh, conference they hold is all about the safety of aircraft as they get older and older as well as other uh, military and commercial uh, things such as boats and that and last but not least is lansdale semiconductor www.lansdale.com lansdale is an organization that uh buys the rights to remanufacture or to manufacture, if you will, obsolete components. A great group of folks down there as well. Well, I'm excited to have Angela on the show with me today as my guest. Angela is one of the many people who suffer physical illness when exposed to common household and industrial chemicals. These canaries in the coal mine, as she refers to them, are affected by synthetic chemicals more quickly and severely than the average person. But often it is found that the substances that make chemically sensitive people ill also have serious negative consequences for the general population. It is difficult for Angelique and others with chemical sensitivities to know which products are safe or safest to buy because companies are not obligated to disclose many of the chemicals they use in manufacturing. Angelique shares her expertise about chemical sensitivity with the members of her Facebook discussion group, Canary Chat, her ELO community, ELO MCS, and the readers of her blog, Our Green Dream Home. That's our green dot com. She answers questions about anything and everything in her weekly Ask Angel. Angel, rather at, at sign. This is at Ask Angel Twitter dot uh, Twitter twitter chat oh i'm getting tongue-tied there and uh angelique before i get my tongue all twisted up it is an absolute pleasure to have you back on the show today you you have been a guest before and we loved talking to you the last time gonna love talking to you again today welcome to the show
2: thank you for having me back i'm really excited to talk about this topic today
1: You seem to be extremely busy talking about this topic, and it's wonderful to know that you're out there uh, sharing your knowledge and experience with, uh, with people that have similar or just have an interest in it.
2: Yeah, I I really do like helping people who are in the same boat that I am, and often I'm helping the general public as well. For example, our topic today, um, people may not feel that uh, these products make them ill, but they definitely would not be happy if it affects their computers. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yes, I'm always concerned about my computer that seems to get sick, uh, and usually about the same time that I'm not feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't we get started with, uh, with this question, if you don't mind. Um, mm-hmm. When people think of indoor air pollution, they usually think of cigarette smoke or formaldehyde from new carpets, uh, carpets and cabinets. So do air freshener sprays, oil burners, and candles really pollute the indoor air?
2: Yes, they really do. They are all unnatural substances that usually linger in the air for a long time because people don't open the windows and blow them out. People have deliberately put them into a closed system. And if a substance is hanging in the air, you're breathing it. And if it's meant to leave a long-lasting and refreshable scent on carpet and fabrics, then it's also coating your nasal passages and getting into your lungs. The molecules of fragrance chemicals that are meant to scent fabrics are designed to adhere tightly to whatever they touch. You can watch any advertisement. They have them all over TV, and the manufacturers will brag about how long those fragrance molecules will adhere to whatever surface you've put them on.
1: That's... um... I mean that that ties right into the fact that the advertisers are are quick to share with you how long their their products last, and I mean that's a whole. I, I assume that's a whole concept of the uh, air fresheners. Uh, they're going to last a long time,
2: right? And that that clinging action is actually bad for things that you don't want it to be on.
1: <laughs> you know, we're we're. Um, we are talking a lot about the computer in this sense, uh, but I guess anything that has a, uh, a motor in it that draws air in is, is equal to, to that, right?
2: Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, people are, are – there, there's a lot of different components such as stereo components, DVRs that have um, motors and, and circulate air through.
1: Okay, we had we another question raised by a listener that, uh, or through our, our email systems. Are air uh, scenting products really dangerous to our health?
2: You know, I really wish I could tell you which products are potential hazards and which products are certain hazards. But unfortunately, under current U.S. law, fragrance chemicals are considered cosmetic. And therefore, they don't have to be disclosed to anyone, not even to doctors and not even to law enforcement if they happen to be investigating a death. And these chemicals do not have to be tested for safety because they're considered cosmetic, even if they're used for babies or cancer patients or Anybody else whom you might think is very vulnerable. So, if your listeners want the latest information about consumer product ingredient regulation and disclosure, there's this wonderful website, Safer Chemicals. Dot org. This is an organization that actually pushes for better transparency and regulation, saferchemicals.org. And they have a whole section on policy and regulation. So some of your listeners who might be saying, wow, I can't believe it. They don't have to tell my doctor. They don't have to test it. It's really true. And there are people that are trying to change this. So that's where you can find the information about it.
1: Well we will definitely tie into that. Our hazardous substance safe coalition uh that we're we're creating uh is equally trying to get the word out and help uh help folks to have a place to get information. Um, why don't you once again what the the um, website for that again mm-hmm. was?
2: It's saferchemicals.org.
1: Okay. So for those folks out there that are interested to know what, uh, at least some of the products that are out there and and what's in them, uh, that's that's the place?
2: That that would not be the place for that. That's the place to find out where we are with disclosure and regulation so Uh that the, the, so that, yeah, so, you know, where we are in the fight so that manufacturers have to say which chemicals are in their product. They won't be able to hide a dozen different chemicals behind the single word fragrance. That's one of the things that you want. The other thing is to say that they have to test them for safety. So if it's in a consumer product, um, you can't say, well, it's just going to make a smell, so we don't have to test it for safety. It has to be tested, just like anything else. So that's 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 the organization that is really concerned with that, and you can get information about that there.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Are you aware, uh, other than your own uh, work and the the blogs and uh, website and and your Twitter, are you aware of any uh, other sites that are actually posting any information on on the uh, the various products?
2: Yeah, you know what. I should have had that in front of me, and I don't. There are a few that are really comprehensive when it comes to cosmetics, and the reason that they're looking at it for cosmetics is because it's on your face and it's on your body. So, in other words, if there's a hidden product and it's in an automotive, you know, (laughs) Uh, product people don't have to be, you know, they're not as worried about it. But people are starting to really wonder um, how safe the things they use in their home and on their bodies are. Obviously, there's nobody who knows what's in, the, what's hidden. <laughs> right. We want that to be revealed. But there, there are websites that um, that talk about that break down the ingredients in household products and uh, bath and body products for you.
1: Well, recognizing that you would be able to share that, I'm going to uh, recommend to our listening audience once again your Facebook uh, discussion group, um, which is Canary Chat, if I get that right. Yes, it's Canary Chat. Um, it's an open public
2: group on Facebook, so it will be easy for them to look for it when they search Facebook for Canary Chat. Um, okay. They, they can also, uh, I have a weekly Twitter chat. It's the hashtag Ask Angel. So if they're on Twitter every Monday at 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, they can ask me any question at all, in the universe, this is actually a very fun and freewheeling chat, but you can ask me serious questions, too. So that's Ask Angel on Twitter. And uh, also, if anybody has joined the new social network, ELO, um, which I am really loving, it's an ad-free, spam-free network.
1: Um,
2: I'm, I have a ELO MCS for Multiple Chemical Sensitivity Group there, too.
1: Outstanding. So by design, we set this up so that people know where to come and find you to get the answers to those questions. (laughs) Uh, By all means. um, And this is ever changing. I I know that from uh, experience in the industry. So what's going on is obviously changing almost on a daily basis, you need to really have connections with somebody like yourself to keep up on this stuff, I'm sure.
2: Or just to find alternatives that don't have any of the nasty stuff in it, so you'll be safe all the time.
1: (laughs) Right. Um, We are about to take a uh, break for radio station identification, and when we come back, we'll be talking to Angelique more about today's topic. Did you know chemical air fresheners are harmful to computers Are as harmful to computers as they are to humans? Don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com
1: Does your company
2: support U.S. government contracts? What have you done since May of 2014 to comply with the Department of Defense's DFARS requirements? These rules have changed the way all members of the supply chain procure electronic components and conduct business. Failure to comply can subject your organization to unquantifiable legal and financial liability. Visit securecomponents.com to learn how the first AS6081 certified company leverages this new standard to support your need for
0: obsolete electronics. AOG, line down, current supplier cannot deliver? Then call Secure Components. We specialize in sourcing hard-to-find and highly allocated electronic components, hardware, and military aerospace parts. We can locate and test your items to ensure you're getting authentic parts every time, and we can deliver when you need them. Our supply chain management consists of decades of experience and works with trusted sources to locate your products when you need them most. Go to securecomponents.com and tell us what you need today. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy protect your assets your job and your family now tell stan that you want his help contact bqpm today visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll free 877-415-0191 bqpm.com together we are working for your safety Aging Aircraft Australia is a non-profit organization engaged in collaborative responses to sustainment challenges in Australia's fleets, challenges often shared with its U.S. allies. Aging Aircraft Australia runs the annual Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Australia Conference, including its ongoing counterfeit avoidance campaign. More information can be found at www.agingaircraft.com.au forward slash A-A-S-C. That's aging with an E.
2: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN.
0: This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at StanSalat.com. Again, that's Stan at StanSolot.com. Now, back to People to People.
1: Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salot. Our show today is all about, did you know chemical air fresheners are as harmful to computers as they are to humans? I've been talking with Angelique, our guest today. And She is one of those uh, sensitive people to these types of chemicals, and she's very engaged and involved in uh, activities that share information and are trying to uh, address, if you will, how to better communicate what's in these products. So without further ado, I want to uh, welcome Angelique back to the show.
2: Nice to be back.
1: Yeah, um, We love having you on the show today. Um, I want to jump right back in here because I know there's a lot of information that, uh, that you can share with us on, on these topics and uh, some of the questions that we receive. received. So uh, the next one that I want to address, if you don't mind, is carcinogens and chemicals that change your hormones are bad for your health. But how are these products bad for your electronic devices? And a follow a follow to that. Um, since the the, I haven't seen my computer get sick in the same way a human does. So uh, how how does how do you get between human and electronics with this?
2: Well, fragrance chemicals in sprays or oil diffusers or candles are all carried by some sort of oil, and this oil might be very fine, but it still stays on all the surfaces that it touches. It can build up on surfaces in the same way as tar from cigarette smoke, and I'm sure your listeners know how harmful tar is when it builds up on the innards of computers. Air freshener oil compounds are not corrosive like tar, but they do stick to components just like tar does, in one very thin layer at a time, and then dust sticks to that. And this causes two problems. First, you can directly damage your fan motor. But second, the grime settles on the packages that protect your integrated circuit, and then they can no longer be efficiently cooled by your fan. And when they overheat, that is very bad. Overheating is bad for your circuit
1: that's very true. I, I know that from experience uh, repairing these things. So, um.
2: Yeah, it's, um, and, you know, I know that some people probably wonder if it's really true that the fragrance chemicals will stay inside your computer or devices like stereo components or DVRs. I, but you know what? Your listeners can prove it to themselves if they don't normally spray these things in their homes. So if if their home is free of these things, but they wonder, oh, do I really have to worry about this if I were in a different environment in an office? What if I set up a project with somebody else and they like these things? So if they have a normally clear home and they have a laptop that they don't care much about, that's another thing they can prove it to themselves. What you do is you take the laptop that hasn't been exposed to Any of the products that are in the air, oil diffusers, air freshener sprays, any of that, the laptop has not been around that. And also something that somebody hasn't accidentally blasted the surface of it with a cleaner, which you're not supposed to do anyway. You know you're never supposed to spray right into your keyboard, (laughs) but people do it. So if you have a laptop that was properly cared for, Take it away from your clean home into a place where it's exposed, it's saturated with uh, fragrance chemicals in the air for several hours a day. Usually places that have these things have these automatic sprayers that spray every hour, or they've got some kind of plug-in in the wall where the oil is warmed and diffuses, you know, diffused through everything. So have it in that kind of environment for a couple of days. The laptop's fan will draw the polluted air into the laptop, circulate the fragrance compounds inside the device, and then they'll be blown back out. And of course, as I talked about, some of it will remain in a thin layer of oil. Um, But then you take the laptop back home to the place that is, you know, free of these things in the air and wipe down the surface with a fragrance-free electronics cleaner and then turn it on. And you'll immediately notice the artificial fragrance from that testing room emanating from the keyboard and the fan vent. It'll just keep coming out and coming out. Now see how many days it takes until no odors emanate from that laptop. How many days of running wow. it does it take for that stuff to get out? It, many. I, I, I know from personal experience.
1: <laughs> so it actually... It actually um... It's an inexpensive way to get air freshener into your home if you're not allergic <laughs> or have serious uh, side effects from air fresheners.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> it, it, that that would be a funny way of doing it. But um, anyway, that that's how they could they could tell. You know, take it away, bring it back, and it'll just keep coming out and coming out. So it's just it's in there, and and uh, so yes.
1: <laughs> Let's. Uh, Take a minute, if if we could. And my background, as you know, is the electronics industry and the uh, the home industries, both construction and electronics. We we're talking about your computer right now, but and you mentioned the stereo systems; those are two that come to mind. I'm thinking as well about the new led type uh, flat panel tvs that just about all of us have the digital ones and while they do not have a fan on them i think it's important for the audience to realize that because they generate heat as well they're drawing the um, the chemical residue that might be floating in the air they're still drawing that up around the electronic components fans will certainly move it faster uh, than it would from natural convection of heat. But so what you're we,
2: saying is that those televisions are drawing the air into them. They're not, they're not meant, they don't have a cooling system, which actually kind of is worse. <laughs> what you're saying right. is that all of those indoor air pollutants get into the back of the television and can settle on uh, the components there. And they don't Absolutely. even have a fan to try to cool them off.
1: Right. Because TVs, if you, look at your, if you look at any kind of flat panel display, TV or computer display, you'll find vents at the bottom and vents at the top. And we mm-hmm. design them specifically that way so that the, the natural heat will draw the, the cool from the bottom and, and let it pass through and up out the top. So any air freshener or any chemical that's floating in the air would also be passing by them, passing by the electronics.
2: Right, likewise. anything that's in there.
1: hmm. Um, I would also say that any cleaners you're using, and I'm not sure, maybe we can touch on this a little bit. We talk about air fresheners but i'm I'm curious if you know anything about the the cleaners, particularly i'm thinking of like orange oils and other types of nice smelling furniture polish and that is is that have the same basic are you aware of whether or not that has the same issues relative to the sensitivity of humans and, and obviously anything that's oil based is going to have a problem with the electronics.
2: Well, yeah. In this case, humans and electronics may be different because um, if you're using a cleaner and then you, you know, remove that cleaner and it has. You were talking about something that has um, whether it's an artificially sourced or naturally sourced um, oil, a volatile organic compound. Those those orange oils and lemon oils are actually high in VOCs, but. If you're not using it on that device and it's not getting in there, um, I, it's not it's not being spread through the air. Does that make any sense? Okay. Like if sure. you have oil in an oil diffuser or you're burning incense or you're spraying something that's going to linger in the air and get sucked up by a fan, or you were talking about um, the basically the heat sink idea where it um, gets drawn through naturally, right. um, that would be different from somebody that is um, spraying something on uh, a surface and then wiping it back off again. Does does that make any sense? Anything that gets in the air, though, um, it's interesting. People's uh, laundry products now, um, you know, you can smell people from 20 feet away (laughs) with their laundry products. If it keeps refreshing like they brag about in the advertisements and keeps getting out into the air, that's getting out into the air
1: well that that makes that makes perfectly good sense, and I do know that uh, there are a number of aerosol can type sprays that are used on furniture uh, oh
2: yes, I was going to say aerosol would be something different um when you talked about the oils. I thought of something that you wipe on like onto your furniture and then wipe off right. Um, you're right if you spray it in the air, it's in the air. <laughs> And so if you that, don't have that, a well-ventilated room, it's going to be in the air until eventually it gets circulated through your HVAC system. And if your HVAC system isn't on, it's really going to stay in that room.
1: <laughs> I, I hadn't realized or hadn't thought about the the uh, clothes, the cleaners that are used in laundry. Um, you also have the same thing, although it's probably not quite as much of an issue in the dishwasher. But as well, actually, you do have
2: it, it in the dishwasher because the dishwasher ventilates it out. You can tell. I mean, it, you can even feel with some dishwashers it blowing back out.
1: That's true. In the drying cycle, they're blowing all of it out. Mm-hmm. Not uh, other times too, but uh, then it's coming out as as a combination of uh, scent and moisture, so it's floating around. And just thinking out loud now. When we talk about electronics and coding that electronics um, and electrical, you've got your laptops, you've Mm -hmm. got your desktop computers, you've got your monitors, your TVs, you've got your stereo equipment. Mm -hmm. You also have your uh, dishwasher, your washer and dryer because they are all uh, have moving parts and suck, if you will, draw air in.
2: Those are usually the ones causing the pollution.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, They may be harming themselves, but they're causing it. (laughs) Um, I suspect there's a certain amount of uh, exercise equipment because an awful lot of that is now electronic. There's all the... uh, the gadgetry that goes on them, and again, these might go back to being convection-cooled rather than air-fan-cooled, but you would still be potentially applying um, the chemicals, coating the, the devices. Um, and just, just kind of thinking out loud at all the various things, uh, microwave ovens, definitely. Uh, microwave. Oh, that's
2: true, because that definitely has, cools itself. It gets drawn yes. in, cooled, and goes out again, yes.
1: Your refrigerator does the same thing. Uh, that that has a fan on it that actually blows against a condenser to uh, cool the Freon uh, in order to get the refrigerator cooled down.
2: I do uh, suspect it's easier to harm a laptop than a refrigerator, though. <laughs>
1: Um having just had my refrigerator serviced not long ago because of all the a combination actually it was a combination of dust mm-hmm. that had built up on the uh, coils um and they were made more uh, this is probably not a, a proper english way of explaining it but they were stickier because of mm-hmm. the chemistry in the air yeah. So you have a combination of dust and the chemical coming together. It's kind of like your tar balls, but it's it's yeah. really coating the dust that then coats the electronics.
2: It it is. And um I I was also just thinking that um you know, anything that they've added, uh, when they you know, I said before that the fragrance chemical um, is designed to adhere to whatever it touches because that way you get that fragrance to stay. So right. if you're using a cleaning product and one of it's fragrance-free and the other one has that fragrance, well, then they've added that fragrance oil. I mean, that's the only thing that's going to make it stick. So that's going to be uh, a... a product that's going to cause more buildup right there, especially if it's not wiped away.
1: The so reality is that fragrances are really based on oils. Oils are like in small particles are, are glue <laughs> and bring everything together, which makes a blanket. we got a new industry here.
2: Yeah,
1: we, we, We've designed a new industry for making blankets, although it sounds like the uh, the most appropriate thing for that blanket is an electronic device. <laughs> it may, I, it may not. Go ahead.
2: I, I wanted to go back to something just, um, just to your your listeners may be thinking about this in the back of their mind since we it was a few minutes ago when we started talking about this. And you asked me about cleaners, and um, you mentioned things that were um, artificial. But then you also mentioned things like orange and lemon oil. And what I wanted to tell listeners that are wondering about it for their own health at this point is something that they may not have thought about before. Not Chem- all. Not Angel- all chemicals. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, if if I could we need to take a short break for oh, radio station okay. identification. Can mm-hmm. I can I ask you to hold that thought and we'll we'll start back up with that when we get back?
2: Sure, yeah.
1: Okay. Folks, don't go away. We'll be right back with Angelique and we're, as we continue to talk about chemical air fresheners and the harm they cause for electronic computers and other things. We'll be right back.
0: Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit H.S.F. Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191, bqpm.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense, adopted AS6081 counterfeit avoidance standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components, specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit securecomponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace, defense, and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. The world has changed. You need a trusted supplier that mitigates risk at every stage of manufacturing. C-Trends utilizes provenance marking technologies to provide a unique security solution when addressing the challenges of supply chain security, item pedigree, brand protection, and theft. In these times of fraud and counterfeiting, customers depend on C-Trends for a higher level of trust and service when it comes to their supply chain needs. Visit our website at ctrends.com for more information. Aging Aircraft Australia is a non-profit organization engaged in collaborative responses to sustainment challenges in Australia's fleets, challenges often shared with its U.S. allies. Aging Aircraft Australia runs the annual Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Australia Conference, including its ongoing counterfeit avoidance campaign. More information can be found at www.agingaircraft.com.au forward slash AASC. That's aging with an E. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's stan at stansalot.com. Now, back to People to People.
1: Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salot. Our show today is all about, did you know chemical air fresheners are as harmful to computers as they are to humans? Angelique and I have been talking about this subject and how the, uh, the air freshener chemicals that we use pretty much on a daily basis actually have uh, an oil base to them that permeates the air and then winds up being uh, deposited on your electronics. Um, just before the break, Angelique was uh, starting to talk about this subject in a particular way, so I'm going to jump right back in here, Angelique, and ask you to, uh, to pick back up where we left off.
2: Um, well, I was going to talk to the listeners about something that affects their own personal health. Um, you know that VOC stands for Volatile Organic Compound, and people nowadays tend to associate that with something that's been created in a laboratory because um, a lot of our building products and our home improvement products have warnings, is it high or low VOC? But I want to say that not all chemicals, not everything that was created in a laboratory or is industrial has VOCs in them. And on the other hand, a lot of natural things are very high in VOCs. That's what it is, volatile organic compound. So orange peels and lemon peels can be very high in VOCs. And so people may be wondering um, why something isn't inflaming their asthma or giving them a migraine headache. Well, it may be natural, but that concentration of VOCs might just be too high for them, especially when you're not talking about something that you've just taken off the fruit, but a great concentration of them. For example, when it's been distilled down into an oil, even if it's been done in what they would call the purest way done by by steam distillation, it just might be too many concentrated VOCs for somebody.
1: That's that's quite interesting but you know I I absolutely love the smell of of an orange being uh, – after an orange is peeled. I mean the house itself is the the kitchen and part of the house really smells great. Um not so sure that I feel the same way about lemons or um uh well lemons. Um just out of curiosity, uh, what about what about the uh, onion? I mean, it it definitely smells up the kitchen.
2: Well, and yeah, they, those are actually you don't think of an onion as being oily, but. <laughs> there are there are oils and compounds in onions uh and uh, i actually don't remember right now exactly what compound it is in an onion that makes your eyes water and makes you cry but uh that's an example of something that is natural that can be very irritating
1: <laughs> yes yeah i don't know if it permeates with a uh with the same the same way that a spray would but um, it, it certainly gives off. A, <laughs> yeah, a I don't fragrance. think it would
2: harm. I don't think it would harm anything.
1: No, <laughs> I don't think the uh, onions
2: on your counter are going to do anything.
1: <laughs> I, I really haven't noticed anybody in the airplane complaining about my computer smelling like my onions that I had last night. So <laughs> perhaps I'm still okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, we. I'd like to get, uh, come back over to uh, another question that we received, and that one is, do air freshening sprays and oils harm motherboards the way cigarette tar does?
2: They actually don't harm them in the same way as tar, and especially not in the short run. Tar is very corrosive. Tar can actually affect solder joints and that's not something that an air freshening oil would do it would be highly unlikely although it's technically possible for an air scenting chemical to reach a computer's integrated circuit you know, they are, after all, packed in plastic, which can degrade over the, over time, but it's really right. unlikely. It's not the kind of damage that tar can do. The most likely thing that would happen, for example, to your, your CPU or your, your laptop computer is the overheating. Because these we talked about this earlier when I was joking that your refrigerator is not like your laptop, but it 's really true. laptops run fast and hot, so do a lot of the things that we might have around the house um, that we use for you know computer equipment, audio equipment, and that 's why they really need to be cooled efficiently right. and that 's why they can be so harmed
1: yeah, and it it really doesn 't take very much to uh, coat a device and and cause it to to become much hotter when it's being used. I
2: I think people often don't realize how heavy those substances are hanging in the air, especially if they don't think it's hurting them. Um, They they just, after a while, just don't notice it. it. There can be quite a bit of that pollution in the air, and we're talking about offices as well as Your house, definitely in offices, retail environments, um, people tend to set those things off all the time. And uh, it can really be, there can be a lot of that there circulating through your equipment.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, Another question that was asked, uh, would pure organic essential oil, uh, the diffusers, be a better choice?
2: Um, not for your electronics, because oil is oil. It's, you know, whether you've bought the little plug-in at the big box store that goes in the wall or whether you've <laughs> got your natural essential oil diffuser, it's still getting in your air. It may be better for your own health, and I say may, because asthma is asthma again. (laughs) You're know you not supposed to be breathing things into your lungs for your own health, and you have that kind of problem. But uh, in the long term, if you were putting something in your home, and you knew what was in one product, and you don't know what's in another, and it hasn't been tested to see if it's a carcinogen or not, you're better off using the product that at least you know what it is and it's been tested. So maybe for your own health, those pure organic essential oils are definitely better, but your laptop doesn't know the difference.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting when you, when you think of it as smart as a laptop is, it it really doesn't think through the plastic or the metal that's in it. So it's, it only knows that it's a problem when it stops working. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, again, this is a, a question I'm asking. Um, as you were talking, I realized, and I realized this because just the other day in my office uh, here, we started having, you know, just basic normal uh, sneezing or, or coughing. Uh, so the cleaners came in and started running the vacuum and doing that, and it seemed to get worse for a while. Before it got better, so I'm I'm guessing that anything to mix up the air just moves the stuff around and makes it potentially worse. Oh,
2: I think if you if you have the substances that are being sprayed or diffused into the air right there, and you're making the air circulate more in the space, but not actually ventilating it outside,
1: mm-hmm.
2: is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's, I suppose so. Yeah. yeah.
1: One of my uh, other questions, and this one is from me, because I've talked about this many times from the standpoint of the products, in, particularly in automobiles. Uh, we know that there's a lot of uh, phthalates that are used in plastics and that to build uh, the dashboards and various parts of the cars. And that has uh, serious effects on humans. I'm curious however about uh, for two reasons here. One is let me step back just a second a lot of cars have a lot of electronics in the dashboard now and Mm -hmm. essentially they're computers Mm -hmm. they're they're a different type but they are computers in the dashboard. Obviously you have a lot of outside uh, potential things coming from the outside that will code a a unit as well there or electronics there. But I'm I've taken a, a, made a, basically made a commitment to myself not to use air fresheners that they sell for cars. I'm curious if you know anything about the kind that hang up on the rear view mirror and whether those have the same potential. Do they actually give off anything but a smell or is it just the smell that you're getting from those?
2: Well, I'm thinking that, well, obviously it is. Off gassing. It is giving something off, or you couldn't smell it. I mean, it's got to get from the item to your nose in some way. But um, I, I, you know, it's definitely not the same thing as. Flipping one of those devices that actually sprays those oils out into your car um, all the time. See, that's that's really different. You know, one is kind of passively off-gassing, and the other is actively putting out um, an oily vapor, basically, you know, that's going out there, coating everything, but getting sucked back into the car's circulation System. Now, whether it's harming anything, you talked about the electronics in the car, I don't know if it can reach that, because I don't know how those are cooled or anything. Um, you know, it's, I, I think that it's probably worse for your own health, um, but uh, so that that I actually don't know. Like, could, if you had one of those um, constantly spraying clips in your car, can that get into your electronic controls? I, that I, I don't know, honestly. But maybe somebody does <laughs> listening. Somebody yeah. might say it's completely sealed and it can't get to it. Or they might say, oh, no, there's a vent. Go straight to them.
1: <laughs> I'm going to tell you without hesitation now that you've reminded me of the... Um the type of air fresheners that plug into your cigarette lighters, and the type that hang on your uh, vents. I just mm. I was thinking of the little Christmas trees that are common around the rear the rearview uh, mirror, but they do have the other type, which are essentially doing some sort of outgassing or some kind of uh, spray of. Of some type, it's, or moving it around. It's not even
2: outgassing. It's not even outgassing. It's deliberately pumping <laughs> it out into the air. It's it's an active thing, and and if you, if you do those things, um, definitely, you know how they have those cabin filters, um, right? You would definitely, and if you're also using that and worried about dust, you'd have to change that cabin filter a lot more often. It's the same way as when people use those dryer sheets in their dryers. Um, right. They have to then really wash their dryer filter more often because the dryer filter just gets this coating of gunk on it, and it stops collecting all the lint that it should, and it, then it becomes dangerous. So, right. yeah, that's, it's the same sort of thing.
1: Now I spent... Uh... Uh, right around twelve hundred dollars, having some of the electronics replaced in my Cadillac uh, because of just that—the fans and other things getting uh, gunked up with uh, mostly dust and dirt. But yeah. I don't—I don't use the air fresheners in the car, so it wasn't that. But I—I I do know that they can get gummed up. Mm-hmm. Angelique, I'm sorry to say that we're once again reaching the end of our show. These—this—this. This, Hour seems to go by ever so quick. Um, we've got about 15 seconds left for any closing comments you'd, you'd like to make.
2: Well, here's very important. If you are bothered by indoor air pollutants and you're worried about their effect on your equipment, speak up. An incredible number of businesses only use them because one person or one janitor brought them in and everybody accepts them like sheep. Don't be a sheep. Question their presence in your workspace.
1: Excellent, excellent point. Angelique, thank you very much. I do appreciate you taking the time today. And uh, once again, give the folks the best way to get in touch with you uh, before we let you go there.
2: The website is OurGreenDreamHome.com, and on Facebook,
1: it's the Canary Chat Group. Okay. Well, thank you very much, and uh, perhaps we look forward to uh, talking to you again soon.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: People to People Working Together for Your Safety is dedicated to bringing people together to share knowledge and create a safer environment for us all. If you have a question, agree or disagree with the information we are sharing, send me an email with your comments or questions. You can send that to stan at stansalot.com or you can contact me at uh, stansalotjr, that's on the Twitter, uh, that's at stansalotjr. Today's show is brought to you by our platinum sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management LLC. Secure Components, uh, LLC, C-Trends, Supply Chain Specialist, Concord Components, Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Conference in Australia, and Lansdale uh, Semiconductor. I'd like to take a moment and recognize our supporting staff for making the show work Uh, Those folks from Voice America are Brandy Jackson, general manager, Robert Cellino, our executive producer, Randy Jackman, our production manager, and Jeffrey Gerstle, our director of host services. People to People uh, can't actually achieve what we achieve without the help of Christina Clark, people to people administration coordinator, and Yulia Coach, coach branding and people to people production manager. As I sign off today, I thank you for joining me on People to People, working together for your safety. Remember, change only happens when people come together and work together. Your help in the fight against the proliferation of hazardous substances and counterfeiting of consumer products could save a life. Until next week, I'm your host, Dan Salat, wishing you a safe and healthy life. Music.
0: Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat for next week's edition of People to People, working together for your safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe, toxic, and counterfeit-free week.